Three, two, one. Action. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that Cheers. was a good one. Cheers. Mm -hmm. I've got coffee. Yeah, this is delightful. It's been a day. We're going beer already. Welcome in. No puns allowed. <laughs> and I... We, we're pivoting as we do in this podcast. We're getting right immediately into a ranking. Like, yeah, we decided the news did can wait. That this was more important because now, um, I'm I'm anxious because I'm nervous. Yeah, about I know this. you are. Um, so one thing that I will say that I, I find very endearing about you is um, that you just like decide that we're going to do something, and then on the podcast, like we're going to do it next week. We're going to do it next week, and then you forget about it. And I'm like, hey, by yep. the way, you said last week that we have to do this. And that's just like the epitome of our relationship. So if anyone wanted like a behind the curtain of what actually yeah. happens, that's usually how it happens. So my my uniform rankings, CFB uniform rankings have come together literally in the last, I don't know, three and a half minutes. And I'm kind of nervous about them. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm, I think we also did different exercises. Like you you went like, if this was a group project, you did you went the extra mile. Like you get the star for the group. Me? Which also like explains my personality so well. Yeah, it also explains mine. By the way, I'm like, I'm uh, <laughs> here. Wait, time out. Were you the kid in school who like did the bare minimum on a group project and like let the type A person do the the most? Um, I would know my role. Okay, I would know my role, but I'd like to be involved. I was normally like a presenter. You were like, I'd be like, people okay. wouldn't want to. I'd be like, I got it. You guys. So basically. Figure out. You you yeah, not was, only didn't do the work, but you took full credit by presenting I, it perfectly to the I group. Never, okay, I never cool. thought of it that way. I was the mouthpiece because nobody liked to talk. And I, as okay. this podcast proves, I don't shut the fuck up. So, um, wow. Okay. Yeah. So people like that. I was, a, I, I viewed it, I was taking the burden. You're viewing it as taking the credit. Um, mm -hmm. That was never the goal, but yeah, I could see how I you always, would think that. I always did both, and I just bulldozed everybody, which, you know, in hindsight, maybe shouldn't have done. So sorry to anyone who was ever um, doing doesn't a group project with me. But also, like, we got A's always, so it's fine. Doesn't sound like you at all. <laughs> um, okay, so top five uniforms. Um, we're going to start at number five. I have, a, I have an asterisk. Now, I feel like my asterisk is actually how you ranked your uniforms, which is like okay. you, went, you went specific color. You went mm -hmm. like down to the like, this is the look I like, and I'm kind of going general programming flow. But okay. I will say, Old Miss, who is not on my list, those baby blues that yes. they wear are are lovely. That's like my best in show. This was like a dog show that gets an award of some okay. kind. The Old Miss baby blues, Miss Congeniality. Yes. What okay. is that? That's the movie, right? That's also an award you get. From the pageants. dog show? <laughs> I didn't it's know. What, pageants. What That's is, the whole point. Miss, she won Miss Congeniality. But what does that mean? I genuinely do not It know. means like somebody that just like everybody likes. Like it's like a, it's voted on by the people that are in the pageant of just like someone you like want to be friends with, you know? Oh, I always just thought it was a movie. I never knew that was like an actual award. Have you seen the movie? I don't think so. Sandra Bullock? You've never seen Miss Congeniality? Um, no, I don't think so. Like, I really don't. Okay, we're gonna we'll come back to that later, but let's do Sorry. our list. So let's have you go 
five through one, and then I will do mine after you are finished. Do you want commentary at all on this? Like, yes, I do, but okay. I mean, not not so producer Matt. It's like sitting there editing every five okay. seconds. You know. All right, I'm gonna go five through one, and then I'm gonna do like a machine gun synopsis for why why I did what I did. So number okay. five for me, controversial is Oregon. Um, number four is LSU. Love that. Uh, number three is UCLA. Oh. Number number <laughs> number two is USC, <laughs> and number one is Penn State. Wow. Uh, okay. Um, now I realize as I'm looking at this, it's very Pac-12 heavy. Um, what I what I like about my list is it has some range. Penn State has the plainest look, and you could argue Notre Dame. Notre Dame okay. is like a, in contention. Um, I like I like UCLA and USC when they play each other and they wear their colors is beautiful. I think mm-hmm. all of USC's looks are beautiful. I think all of UCLA's looks are beautiful. I think Penn State is just like natural football, and LSU Classic. also is. It's just vibrant. Like when I yeah. when I see whatever colors they're and combos they're wearing, it makes me feel good. Now Oregon is probably a controversial one. Oregon has evolved in the uniform game, where they're no longer doing like the shiny helmets. They're just they have so many cool, unique looks that yeah, gray is not. Their colors, so I don't know why we have gray uniforms. They just, but I think it's all. I think they take chances, and I think they've evolved, and everybody's still chasing them in the uniform. I will say something nice about Oregon. I like the ones that had like the duck wings on the shoulder pads. That was cool. Um, I've read a story about their Rose Bowl helmets and how they had to like remember those really shiny ones, and they almost Uh weren't allowed to wear them because they were like blinding fans in the stadium. Um, I, Oregon, you could change out for maybe a Notre Dame for me, but I'm gonna stick with Oregon because I love that every week you, it's like a box of chocolates. You do not know what you are going to get. Okay. Horse Gump, right? Fair. I have seen yeah, that I, movie. I have seen that movie, yeah. And, um, some are great, some are not so great, but I do like how they have their, it's their own unique mission and brand, which is okay. Oregon uniform stuff. So there's my list. Okay. Are you ready for mine? I am. Number five, I have Bama because that's my classic. Fucking course. Uh, yeah, you should have known. You should have known. I have Bama. Um, I love that crimson. I also like the plain helmets. Um, I will say Penn State will get my miscongeniality because I do like the history. All right, now, um, number four, I have Texas in the all whites. I love their all whites with the burnt orange numbers. It's a good uni. Oh, I it's really good. like that uniform. Good uni. Number three, I have UNC powder blue. I love their powder blue uniforms. I really do. It's Those UNC ones are great. Look. It's a good look. I, it's a good look. I think it's better than the Ole Miss ones just because it doesn't have the contrast of the red. It's got the different shades of blue. I, I really, and the white, I like it. It's very clean. Okay. Number two. This is going to be my most controversial. Is the Tulane green with the white pants and then their helmets with the wave on it. Well, I love that logo. Like, yes, I. That's a great look. I don't even know. If yes, I don't know if you'll get as much pushback on that as you. I love that, but that's my number two overall, and then my number one overall is LSU, and I think also specifically the burrow with the um, Cajun uh, writing or whatever it was yes. that they had it for his senior night. That was by far the best uniform I've ever seen. And not just because it was Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow wearing it. Yes. That, yes. That no, no, no. Totally fair question, but. Just, sure. Um, when you when I look at LSU, I just think, I just think like, 
I'm going to have a great goddamn next three and a half hours. Yeah. Like when I, when I look at LSU's uniforms, even if they're not good, you just think, oh, like, yeah. I, I just it's like, it's, yeah. Yes. Saturday night under the lights in Baton Rouge. It's just like, those are sick. I, uh, I looked at a couple of lists before we did ours. Mm-hmm. The opinions on this are wild on uniforms. Uh, and I'm sure people out there listening and are probably pissed off at us. But the opinions on uniforms are, they are all over the place. Like yeah. they are, I thought I thought USC would be higher for people. They weren't. I considered it, but no. And also like, again, not a homer. So people think I'm the Pac-12 homer on the podcast. I think it's you. I. You give me USC UCLA. That is the best uniform combo in like you. That there is no better uniform. There are better games. Um, <laughs> there are better games, but there uh, that combination is just delightful. Yeah, but I I don't think your list is as bad as you think. But I do think you're going to get more pushback than I am. So, I mean, but Tulane like no one's going to criticize Tulane. Everyone's going to be like, oh, that's cute. That's so hey, I nice. Mean, it's a great choice. Like it, it, oh, it is a good choice. That's what bothers. Me. It's like it's hard to argue with, but like um, people don't like the Pac-12, so naturally I'm going to get shit on. Yeah, welcome to my world. Okay, welcome to my world. If I even mention it, um, mm-hmm. people get upset. But um, something I think you will be upset about is if the new college football video game does not happen because EA Sports is being sued over the offers that they've made for NIL compensation for the game. I tweeted, this is why we can't have nice things. I feel like we've had this conversation a million times. But do you think this is maybe a not-so-good sign for the game? And do you have any insights? Well, I don't have immediate insights, but I think it feels the, the what is it, the Brander Group or whatever mm-hmm. um, is suing them. The fact that EA isn't using them for the player licenses, yeah, this feels very, like, like uh responsive to that right like that's pretty obviously like they're they're pissed about that, that yeah like and so I'll, I'll say this I, it's not good news when you hit with a lawsuit like this it's not good news although the lawsuit's weird like their players aren't being fairly compensated the economics of this game i think are going to be a problem because yeah. we were talking about it like the 500 dollars a player accounts for millions of dollars in in payouts and okay. it's and when you start to do the math, like there's a lot of mouths that you have to, to feed in this, obviously. And I just worry that as we're getting closer with the individual players, like what's this first version? Like, I don't think this yeah. lawsuit is, is shocking. It, it feels like this is just business and like, we're going to raise issue to this, make EA's life even harder. So that's the part to me that's most interesting. This feels like just, a negotiation that went wrong and now they're suing and but I do think the player management stuff in this era of college football where it's like the wild wild west EA is going to have to try and deal with what coaches are dealing with in a certain way Mm -hmm. and I don't think it's going to be easy and certainly year to year I don't think it's going to be easy so I want players in this game everybody wants like true players to play with in this game and it sounds like we're going to get that we hope there are enough breadcrumbs here to think that that might be in jeopardy which I hope is not the case, but I I, I could see EA just, EA just saying fucking like we're gonna go with the teams and not the players because it's too much money and it's too much of a hassle. Yeah, I can see that happening. I, can, I mean, that's, yeah, that's where we're that's where it feels like we're inching toward. Even though I hope I'm incorrect about. It. Yeah, we mentioned it last week on the podcast, 
of would people still be interested in the game if it didn't include players likeness um i don't know that it would i i i don't want to say it won't make a difference because i do think it makes a difference but i don't know that it stops like you said them from coming out with the game and i also think people will still want to play the game because it's the college version of that and they can find loopholes i know there's like a percentage of likeness you know what i mean you can make a quarterback have the same skill set as caleb williams and not have a name or whatever on it um but yeah i i it's a bummer but like we knew that this was going to be complicated because it's so different than professional sports and with nil in the game and even just knowing how the original like lawsuit that was against the video game and them losing that in and not being able to produce the game anymore like we knew that this was going to be complicated it's even more complicated than it was then the reality is if EA doesn't have rosters, there will be dozens of people that recreate the entirety of college football. Uh, this has been happening since the game stopped. We wrote a story yeah. about it within like a week uh-huh. and we'll make it available for download. And EA knows uh-huh. this and they're like, it's not them creating the roster, it's user generated. So um, yeah, it's kind of a bummer. It feels like this is going to be a bumpy ride. Like we're, we're a year away from this game. By the way. Like normally- yeah. It's like early first, second week of July is normally when this game comes out. So we're like a year out. And and that's scary because it feels like there's a lot of shit that needs to be figured out before. Do you feel like this is kind of a risky move on their part by suing them? Because, again, they're so really the the problem is, is that they have a licensing agreement with schools and they're going EA is going around them to try and make NIL deals with the student athletes. Do you think that's kind of a risky move in the sense of like, again, like you mentioned, these players could end up being in the game and getting zero compensation for it if it's user generated. Yeah. And then if they kind of like hold their ground. Um, and don't you think that like that's their whole job is to make sure that this stuff's fair and if it goes around, there's a roundabout way, like don't you think players in schools would be kind of pissed that that happens so i feel like it's kind of a bold move i feel like you have to know that you would be able to win or you have to know that ea is going to make a move to try and compensate and not have to i don't know well the the quote is interesting too this is the brander group it's a statement i'm on mm-hmm. what is this front office sports so they said as we previously stated a primary concern is advocating for student athletes ensuring they have a voice and are justly represented in all matters pertaining to the use of nil we believe the student athletes are not receiving fair market value for their NIL rights and that the contractual ask, rights asked for may limit other NIL gaming opportunities. We have no further comments. That is like a word salad. Okay. That is, that really is just saying, like, yeah. 500 bucks is too low. We didn't get to do it. We think we could do better. Players are getting screwed. Um, I don't know what that amount is. I know that Caleb Williams deserves a lot more than five hundred. <laughs> yeah, I, but but I don't know what that amount is. I, I think again, then that you if you're EA, you're gonna just look at this and be like, this is so much time, money, and energy. At some point, yep. it does not become a good business decision to deal with this. You've got all the pieces you need to make the game. You have a game engine. You have teams. You could go, and they. I, yeah. I'm just wondering if they're gonna reach a point where they say, all right. We tried. We can't do this. And you know what? Fuck it. We're going to pay Caleb Williams uh, $100,000 to be in this game, and he'll be the only one. Like, seriously, like, what are you going to reach a point where that happens? Where the cover player is just the only player? I have no idea. You could build a, ro- a mode around. And again, this is what I you sort can do of do like the best job. top. You can do the best, like, 
top 25 play- players and pay sure. them, and then yeah, everybody you, else is just add-ons. If, if you had a player like Caleb Williams, you could build it so you play as his high school. You could play him all the way through college in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You could build Road to Glory, which is an awesome mode, where you're playing as an individual player, maybe around a star. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but again, from the other side of it, like I'm, I'm pro players, but I also like in making games, like mm-hmm. there'd be a certain point to this where I'm like, I, guys, this is complicated. Get... We're, we're yeah. going to get sued. We're, we're giving away too much money of our, our profiting that's going to happen here. Like, fuck it. We're out. And I don't yeah. know. We'll see if that's the case. No, absolutely. Um, so we do joke around a lot about Dion on this podcast. So I think it would be um, not great if we did not mention that um, he is dealing with some health issues that could lead to him losing his foot. Um, and I kind of just want to extend well wishes because you don't wish that on anyone. Um, and it is kind of a scary situation. So I'm um, just hoping that he gets better and is is doing okay. I, I just saw like literally six minutes ago, they're saying that he's going to have emergency surgery Friday for a blood clot in his <laughs> groin. I'm assuming that this is or isn't really, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it's tough. Like he's, um, God, he's like larger than life and louder uh-huh. and like, and, and hearing the amputation, it's, it's, it's terrible. So yeah, I just, he's such a, however the Colorado thing is, and it's fascinating. He is such a great, figure in the sport to have yeah because he's different and he makes it fun and he makes it loud and he gives us stuff to talk about this is real life shit this is this is yeah. really scary so hopefully everything goes okay um yeah yeah so it sounds like by the time people are listening to this uh again i didn't i don't know if these are separate issues or not yeah but like yeah there was stuff He'll happening be having there. surgery yeah yeah so hopefully and hopefully this doesn't impact you know like I mean, this sounds a little insensitive, but hopefully it doesn't impact him coaching because, and I know he will try not to make it. Like if it were Dion himself, he would be like, this is not going to affect it. I'm going to continue to do this. We're doing this. It's our thing. And he's going to be like, you know, he's been on the sideline with a scooter before. Like he's not going to, this isn't going to stop him from doing anything. So um, I just hope that, you know, it's a easier recovery than, um, you know, they anticipate. No, I don't think, I I had the same thought. I don't think it's insane. It's real. Like they're going to have, football games in um like two months right mm-hmm. so like two and a, two plus months so camp is starting soon like it's exhausting like this is this is a really brutal hard job that's hard on your body it's hard on your mind and yeah you wonder even though it's secondary obviously to his overall health you wonder how something so serious is potentially going to impact that like yeah i think it's i think it's reasonable to question so yeah i just hope everything's all right and certainly hope like they can figure out a way to improve something that like i think this has been pretty quiet frankly the way it was talked about up to this point like yeah not so much now um, yeah the level of seriousness was made to be like oh it's not that serious yes so i'm with you get well dion um colorado is going to be one of the coolest and most unique stories in cfb and um yeah we got a couple of months so we get there so hopefully he gets um his commercial mates in many yes. Aflac commercials, Mr. Nick Saban. Um, you, I'm very intrigued by your your perception. So mm-hmm. Nick Saban, essentially, and this is Nick Saban becoming a, a gambling man, basically talking about the college football playoff and whether we're looking for the best three teams or the most deserving. And the, and the quote mm-hmm. that stands out to me was Saban saying when they told me we'd be favored against three of the four teams that got in the playoff, I'm like, 
well, well, why aren't we in the playoff? You're yeah. saying that. And so, and there's more to it, but that's the gist of it. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? Are you surprised by this? Do you agree with them? Where are you at residence, Alabama? Be I'm not reporter. I don't know what you're. I guess Alabama I'm like a is. little surprised that he commented on it because usually he's like, "We'll leave it in the past and we move forward." But I there's agree. definitely a reason that he did this. This isn't just him throwing out random things and being upset about something. Um, I saw somebody wrote something about him complaining and that winners don't complain; they just move on and whatever. But he's making a point for a certain reason, and I think that is putting the fire to the committee, being like okay, is it the best teams or is it the most deserving? And like we have this conversation every single week when these rankings come out because, yes. again, if you if you go, okay, let's put these head-to-head, like do we think it's the most deserving? Do we think it's the, the best teams? I think when the playoff expands, the most deserving teams will get in, but the best teams will get the better rankings. And I think maybe that's his play here is like, hey, we need to establish – if this is the most deserving or if this is the best teams. Because, again, you you could have argued that – and I also think this is the nature of his his um, his um conference expanding and going, okay, we're looking at name brands that could have big seasons and we could take one loss and be left out. We're looking at a, a you know, juggernaut in, in Georgia. So, like, you know, I think there. this is a play on, okay, what is this going to look like going forward? But I agree with him. Like, we've we've talked about this. Like, if you go with the best teams, playoffs would have looked a lot different the last couple of years. If you go with the most deserving, then it, it, Alabama would have been in. You, you, all right. So he's citing Vegas as a reference You have favorites, point. yeah. Um, which is very interesting, and I think is part of this conversation, because when we look at who would be favored, right, we don't, best deserving has no place. It's just on a neutral field or wherever, who's going to win the game? What do we think is going to win the game? Mm-hmm. That is not how you should make your period. Like, yeah. the, the, the results have to mean most of it. Like, it has to matter, right? It, it, when you get yeah. to... When you get, it's an interesting discussion with Alabama, by the way. You look at Alabama and Tennessee. Alabama lost on the last second. Tennessee, one of the greatest, maybe the greatest game of the season. Um, they lost to LSU. At the end of the year, we were ranking Alabama above Tennessee. A lot of people. I can't, I can't remember where we're at. You had Tennessee fans that were pretty pissed off. Yeah. Because it's like, hey, we beat them. And our, our resumes were comparable otherwise. Kicked the shit out of LSU. Like, they, they, there was a, it was a good discussion. So, this is a tough one because the playoff committee, you have a group of humans. It is the most deserving, but there's an element of most deserving that tells you like, like TCU, which won a playoff game, wasn't one of the four best teams in college football last year. Mm-hmm. Like, right? Like we can agree. Yeah. You take wise. a record away. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you look at, and it's very easy for me to say that after they lost by a fucking thousand points to Georgia, but like they clearly won more, were one of the four best teams where they beat, team that we probably said was in Michigan. Yeah. So what do I know? Like, what? Like this is the complicated part of this. Well, but it's not surprising that, like, Nick Saban's on this side of it because, again, like, his team will always be the most talented, you know, aside from Georgia. Like, their roster is going to be the most talented and they're going to have the best players and they continue, will continue to do that. So I get why he's saying it. 
in terms of like why that's his stance. I don't understand the play exactly yet. I'm trying to figure it out, but there is a reason why he put this out there. There is a reason the- there's a play. He doesn't just, like I said, he doesn't just say things to say things. There's a reason why he put that out there. And I don't think it's him just like complaining. Like that's. I, I think, I think you're exactly right. He doesn't, because classic Saban is that was last year. We're focused on this year. Yeah. So this is kind of a break from him. Mm-hmm. Like lamenting about, like still sounding a little, not bitter. But still, this is this is eating at him clearly. Well, and I also think it's his way of outing people, being like behind the scenes, being like, "You guys should have got in. You guys should have got in. You guys should have got in." And being like, "Okay, if you're gonna say that behind the scenes to me, then you better own up to it and pony up and put us in the playoff." So the the, the part of it that I agree with you, everything he says still is tactic. When he makes fun of, when he gets into it with A and M and Jimbo and NIL, it's tactic. When we talk about rule changes or mm-hmm. transfer portal, it's tactical. I think to me, he's looking at a conference that's adding two significant pieces. Yeah. I think Texas, Texas jokes aside, Texas is a recruiting machine, a resource machine, has played Alabama tough, and is not making life easier on Nick Saban. The addition mm-hmm. of Texas and Oklahoma is not going to make life easier. On yeah. Alabama. It's going to make it harder. I think he's looking at Georgia, and I think he's thinking, fuck, we have to deal with that. In fact, we have to play them in 2024. Like, the conference is beefing up and catching up. Like, no hot take here. And I think what he's saying is, like, in totality, we're not going to be able to do most likely what we did, which was roll through teams. Um, and if that's not the case, at least look at us as a whole. That's how I would read it. And I, yeah, that's a fair way to do it. But he's citing recent historical uh, elements to this, which is so not saving. So not a saving thing to do. He's smart. He's smart. This will oh, work out Jesus. in his favor. Why Despite- did you? We were like, I, he is, of course he's smart. But you're just, when you say it, like you should have the, like, uh, the, an a, yellow, a, a yellow hammer. Uh, I, should you, I say it with an accent? Have you ever had a yellow hammer, by the way? No. And I imagine that one would put me on the floor. (laughs) Buddy, I know how to... (laughs) This is a good party maker and ruiner, is those damn delicious yellow hammers. Plus, we gotta go to Tuscaloosa and do the right one. I was just gonna say, maybe a road trip this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we gotta get the the actual source of the good yellow hammers. Stop my boot. Um, Bill (laughs) Hancock. Okay, full disclosure. Speaking of of playoffs. Full disclosure. As we're putting together the doc, and I'm like, oh, yeah, we should talk about Bill Hancock resigning as the executive director of the playoff. I'm not going to say exactly what was said, but let's just (laughs) say age was not all that enthused to talk about Bill Hancock. If I Um, can do the, like, little thing that you, like, you know how, like, people are like, (laughs) I can't do it because I have fake nails, but where you just, like, pop. it It wasn't quite who gives a shit. But it was like, no, it was pretty much there. It wasn't that exact. I just state. don't. So, so, so we here's agree. the only thing that's moderately interesting, and I, we're just it's fucking the end of June. We're looking for content. Um, <laughs> Bill Hancock is one of the greatest. This is one of the greatest success stories. This dude <laughs> fought a playoff, fought it like yeah. hard and aggressively and outwardly for his whole life. And then we just had one, and they're like, "You run it," and he's like, "Okie doke, like I'll I'll do that." 
Yeah. And and so the timing of him to go out of this thing is right. When it when it expands. Because it's 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 basically when it expands, he's gonna retire. Yeah. And um so now I will say this about Bill Hancock, one of the nicest human beings in college football, a really, really nice man that that somehow avoided this monster that we've now made and, and became a part of it. It was like Yeah. But if you go back and look at the quotes, it was like Never on my watch is this fucking playoff game. And now it's like, and now it's... teams, money, everybody gets in. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, nice man and great, uh, just a great last eight, ten years here. I, mean, I, I don't know what his salary is. It's probably, it's probably, yeah, probably a, good, a lot. It's probably nice. It's Go probably for him, nice. Retirement at the golf course. Um, I, the entire time, every time he said his name, I wanted to interrupt you and go, <laughs> do you mean Herbie Hancock? <laughs> Oh, I, I, it just, just... I just spilled beer on myself. Um, so, Bill, uh, good, good for you, buddy. Herbie it's like, it's like, I'm trying to think of like a, a, a like me. Like, <laughs> I, I don't want it. Like, I'm trying to think of something like an analogy, something I fend my, like, life fighting. It's like, I'm trying to think of, like, Iowa State. I really, you know, I went to Iowa fan. Okay, I don't like Iowa State. And then, like, Dead Iowa lawns. State's like, you know what, buddy? Dead lawns, and all of a sudden, I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm going to be the chairman of the Dead Lawn Fair Club." Like, <laughs> yeah, that's we're going to we're going to promote you to shitty lawn management. I'm like, you know what? For I'll fucking five hundred thousand dollars a year, <laughs> I will. I'm I'm your guy. And that's so, the epitome of college football, right there. Like, for the right price, anything can happen. Right. Well, um, I just and now, like again, <laughs> it's like, I, all right, I got to know what Bill Hank. What do you think, Bill Hank? Year. Oh. A year? That can't be. Is it low? Oh wait, oh wait, that's a that's some executive. That's some like it was like three point two million dollars. Herbie Hancock, William <laughs> S. Um, William. I, I, actually, I'm not even sure if this is going to be. And your John Hold Hancock. CFB. You've seen Tommy Boy, right? We've discussed yes, this. Just okay. because I haven't seen Miss Congeniality doesn't mean I'm a dipshit. <laughs> I mean, um, okay, here we go. Oh my God. All right. So this is from 2020. Oh, is this it? Okay. Just tell us what it is. I don't, I'm working on it. Just give us what 2020 said. No, no, no. It said Ed Orgeron. But, but bowl game commissioners are making like a little, like what is happening here? I I am, I'm trying, trying. Uh, It doesn't say. I can't find it. I got you. Sorry. I'll bet you it's a million dollars. I'll bet you Bill's doing all right. So it was it, it was like a Google story. and Orgeron's salary was in there. Wasn't right. Failed you. Um, all right, so what else are we talking? Oh, Florida. Florida is back. If you have been following, it's kind of weird, this one. And actually, I want to talk about Florida as a whole. Uh, we talked about the SEC a little bit and like where we what the hierarchy of teams is. Florida in like the last ten days, all of a sudden has just been recruiting like crazy, and they've landed a ton of four stars. They're now the number three ranked team mm-hmm. recruiting team for the twenty twenty four class. Which interesting about that is if you look at Florida recruiting as a whole, not been very good relative to like the the Urban Meyer and. I don't think they're going to be very good this year. Do you? Like, uh, no. I mean, we we talked about um, already if 
um, if Billy Napier was even going to stay their coach after this season. But this is this is how you do it. Like this is this so, is how but it is. My, I guess my question would be: Do you think that he gets this year to kind of dick around, for a lack of a better term? This is um, this is this is year two for him, or is it year three? I can't even remember. I, I, like I think it's I, I can, think it's just year two. Hold on, look. This is sad. He's only forty three. This is this is year two. So okay. he went six and seven. Which Florida should never be, ever, by the way. Well, especially with a quarterback that everyone thought was the next coming yeah. of Jesus, I guess, during the draft. And yes, that's a good point, too. And so they're recruiting great. They're recruiting the state great. I think the recruiting is a huge asset for him to keep his job in yeah. year three. And I don't know, firing somebody after two years. I mean, if it really goes south, then maybe. But that that's pretty... I mean, leave it to a it's Florida school. I, I, I honestly cannot with the... I've said this numerous times. Like, I think people should get a couple years to really get a program up and running. I don't care what program it is. Program. It's tough, it's tough too. Program. It's tough, too, because if you start winning, like, you get these young kids in, you're not going to win immediately. Like, turning this thing around takes... Time. Look at Florida State, right? Look at mm -hmm. Florida State. That was my... Yeah. And how long it's taken for them to be reputable. And now they're legitimate. Well, because they were, went from, they'd let a coach come in for a year, fire him, let a coach come in for a year, fire him. They just. I'm trying to find. The um, ungodly um, payouts. Florida to win the national championship is. Oh my God. They even hear. Exactly. They are 200 to 1. You've done significant Googling today. Not well. Just just Google. Yeah. Not, not a good The Google machine? I'm doing it like in real time, which is great. They are a nine and a half point underdog. Also not. They are a regular season win total. Is that at? It's at Utah. Okay. The regular season win total is five and a half. Not great. What's their schedule? Use the Sigil. Google machine. I'm using my computer over here too, which doesn't mean anything to anybody if they're listening to this. But it looks like I'm like a stock trader, which I am most certainly not. <laughs> <laughs> the um, idea of you being a stock trader actually is one of the funniest things I, I, that I just, could possibly imagine. Yeah, no, in a suit. Me. Yeah, I just sit here. I don't. Did you wear a full? No, I never I wore think a full suit. In no, no, oh, no, not what? this natty. You, I think you did it the first New Orleans ones you wore a jacket. Yeah, and then it's like, it's just like, I just want to be comfortable. Like, yeah. it's a fucking long-ass day. Um, But maybe next year I'll wear one, now that you're suit-shaped. Okay, well, I wore Florida. a suit. Um, you did, but, like, I don't know, it's just like, all right, Utah. You're Now you're suit-shaping me again. Yeah. Uh, Utah. At yeah, Utah. Utah. That's, that's a loss, right? Yep. Um, McNeese State, that's a win. Tennessee, that's probably an L. That's an L. Okay, so you're one and two. You're versus Charlotte. You're two and two after Charlotte. Kentucky, it feels like a really important game for Billy. So that game is always so weird. And you said it's at Kentucky. Yeah. Ooh, I. Ooh. I think it's a loss. I think it's a loss too. Okay. We have two, two and wins. three. Vanderbilt, that's a, a win. Win. Oh. Three wins. 
did they lose to Vanderbilt last year? But yes, three, three and three. Um, at South Carolina, I think that's a loss. Georgia, Arkansas at home. I'll give them a win. Oh, I oh. think that's a loss. All right, that's three wins then. At LSU is a loss. Yeah. At Missouri could be a loss. And then versus Florida State. Yeah, they're right at the cusp. They've six wins would be a good season for yeah. Six wins. I do not. You got McNeese and Charlotte and Bandy. And then you're gonna have to piecemeal the rest. Tennessee, Kentucky, South Carolina, Missouri at Missouri. It's Missouri is not bad. Like this is not not good. So if they win four games, he could be it could be a problem. And they could they could have that kind of year. I, I think under five and a half probably the problem. Yeah. I'm gonna take the under. Because Florida State, LSU at Georgia are all top ten and Tennessee are probably all top ten ish teams. Tennessee maybe not top ten. I think the SEC is just in Utah. I mean you're gonna play like five top fifteen teams <laughs> here. It's not great. So yeah, sorry. So you had sorry, to get Tom. some recruiting wins to be able to keep that. Yeah. Hey, but look at what we got coming in. Um. So there you have it. Um. It's the opposite of the Dan Mullen, where he said he didn't care about recruiting. I. Uh, by the way, I have started studying my my CFP studying. Yep, they've picked up. I saw Phil Steele magazine came out. He sends one to like all the beat writers that. He, friends with i never get one not at all bitter about it <laughs> um i will have you done the phil Steele thing have you read it, it's a little bit much if i'm being no. honest it's it's a lot the print is tiny it's a i mean that thing and a lot of it is like re, redone <laughs> content the other thing for these preview bags that i'm noticing it's really hard in the, this day and age in college football to get this stuff published to stay up and current yeah. with all of the movement. Like, it's, yep. it's a lot more difficult to do. Yeah. I was going to ask you, though, what... Um, what are you choking with your marker? Um, I just took the cap off. I was going to um, write some notes. Um, what I was going to ask Jeez. you is if you were to be... Because we cover college football on, like, a yes. macro level. If yeah. you were to be a beat writer for any team, which team would you choose to be a beat writer for? Oh, that's a great... Um, do you have your answer? I'm not asking for your answer yet. Um, yes, I do. Is it Alabama? No. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so I want to answer your question with a couple of questions. Am I going for access or interest? Because we know how some teams are like Lincoln Riley is a, it's like a vault. You can't access shit. I would so, say a little of both. Um, LSU would be up. I'm I'm just gonna rattle off some okay. names. LSU would be very interesting to me. Okay. I don't think Georgia would be all that interesting. Although you're winning a ton, it wouldn't be interesting. I mean, Saban, Alabama would at least be interesting. Entertaining, and the, and the yeah. access is pretty good. At least, at least for us. So it's funny that you said that about Lincoln Riley because mine would be USC because you're moving to a conference that. You're not going to get made fun of anymore, so you're not in the the Pac-12. That's embarrassing, and you would get to live in LA, okay? And I think I think also I was banking on the fact that like I feel like I would just be very good at being a beat reporter, 
and would get the access and would weasel my way into oh, access. So, yeah, I would go with USC, I think. I The problem I have is he's just historically not – he's not a bad guy by any means. Look at no. Riley, he seems like a good guy, but he's not historically great with letting people talk to his players. Like, yeah. at all. You don't care, though. You're there for Mm-mm. the L.A. and the sun and the... The sun and the, the football. Yeah. Good quality I, football, but not too high of expectations. You know what I mean? I think, yeah. I, I actually am... I think Alabama would be a decent team to cover. Oh, because, so now, now you think it's fine? So you're like, Paige, well, don't pick Alabama. Well, you are... A, you're... I'm kind of an Alabama homer, too, deep down. Yeah. But, but you are a resident Alabama homer, so I, I mean, to, I wouldn't... I would, could live with Kristen, and that would be great. Well, Saban is is never not boring. Like, Saban will stay some But he's also going to retire, so eventually, you know what I mean? But even that, oh my God, coverage is going to be wild. It may not be good. But also, like, the fans at that point, and like, I don't know. We should ask Casagrande how much he loves it. What's the last team you'd want to cover? Like, good team. Like, don't say, like, uh, Clemson. Because, wow, that was very fast. I was going to say Ohio State. No, because I don't mind Ryan Day. Oh, okay. So and I don't mind the fan. Ask... I don't. I don't mind the fan base either because I understand why their oh. expectations are what they are. Clemson, well, I just that. don't just think assholes, pricks. Yes, they are pretty bad. But I thought you were gonna say Michigan because you technically are a Michigan beat writer on this podcast. Oh, I think they'd be interesting too. Although no, I don't know. I've, no, I'm, no, I'm not. No, they're they're just kind of in a no. Um. Also, covering a team, you know, be like a fun team to cover is like TCU. Sonny yeah. Dykes is a very easy guy to talk to you. Your access is good. You may or may not get a great football team, but it'll be fun. What would, yeah, what would be the most important part of this like decision for you? Would it be like who the head coach is and if you could get access, or would it be like the history of the program and having like a nice place to live with like a cool college football environment? It's, I'd say geography is probably number one, especially mm-hmm. if family. The athletic department itself, like the SID. Yes, that's actually a great point. I know a good friend of mine just got promoted like in Iowa. And I was nice. talking to him, just text him last night. I was like, oh, awesome. Like he, he and I have worked on stories before. And then. And now I'm like, all right, what, what are we going to do? Where, <laughs> where are we? Like, how can I? Like, like, and it's been yeah. the relationship. But that's the relationship between beat writer and mm-hmm. athletic department is like, you have to you have to have that be good so you can do your job mm-hmm. and also not get like waddled for it. But but most importantly, yeah, you got to be happy with where you are. Like yeah. So and that's tricky. But like Baton Rouge would be fun as shit. It just would be a million degrees. I will say I think SID is more important than coach. Yes. Because as someone who's worked in the sports information office, like sometimes it doesn't even reach the coach. Like sometimes it's you know SID saying no. And you're just going to have to assume that the coach is only going to be there for three to five years. Like, yeah. Any, any, right? Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what. So, no, absolutely. I'm trying to think of the one I would least. Ohio State would be up there. Clemson um, would be mine. I couldn't do it. Is it. It's just purely Dabo. Like, not even that, but just like the. It sounds pretty Dabo. It, it, yeah, no, it is. <laughs> no, it's it's mostly no, that. Just because I don't know that like our energies would match. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I feel like you gotta have a good. 
it's his, I wonder what his astrology sign is. So by I can the know way, for... I uh, Clemson historically uh, great uh, program to work with. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, of course. But I personally, as like a beat writer, I uh, don't know that I would like. I just I wanted I would want to get to like the realness. You know me. Like I like to go deep. Like I would want to get into the realness of things. And I feel like Dabo is so surface level with anything, and it's always like. There just... goes her fucking Clemson access. Fucking alpha. Hey, window. I mean, it's you that's going to be requesting it. It does not matter. Come but Lincoln on, Riley, I hope he hears this. We should clip clip this and send it to him and be like, "Look, I I I would be more than willing to work this uh, work this out." Okay, we have a sit so down only... every week. We can talk about things, go through so our only... emotions outside in his backyard over a glass of wine from the wine cellar. It all goes back to the wine cellar, really. Yeah, if you get access to it, but but I don't know. I mean. Clemson, Are you saying though. that I couldn't get access to the wine cellar? We could figure it out. I like USC. I think we can cover it. I like Lincoln Riley too. I I would love to engage. I think we're. I think if we were to talk to Clemson, we'd be much more. We're probably getting in Dabo's wine cellar before we're getting to Lincoln's. No. If Dabo. Oh yeah. Oh, it maybe ain't even you, close. maybe you, but not me. Yeah. Maybe so, it's just a California thing. No, I'm not saying by choice. I'm saying. Whose wine cellar are we getting in first? It stop. We like, should have a competition to see whose wine cellar are you going to do first. Well, we should really have fucking into... not talked about how you don't mesh well with Clemson before doing that. No, I don't. It's not that I don't mesh well. I just don't think we have the same vibe. Like, I don't think that, like, he would find my jokes funny. You know, I don't think that he would find me. I don't know. I think he would. I don't know. I think he, I think. I, I I need to get back. To I mean, Clemson. Ohio State is more important. Access is more important than Clemson access. No offense to Clemson, but and you sat here and went yeah, no. Ohio so State really, win- we're just digging ourselves a grave. Ohio State doesn't win dick anyways. Either. At least Clemson has won. They wow! Don't. So it's fired up today. It's fun though. Just the beer like, kicked I, in. The beer kicked yeah, in. Yeah. <laughs> well, I said I was worried about offending people with my uniforms, and now I've offended everyone. everybody. We <laughs> just we just lit a match and just whoop. I we just, offended I just, everyone. I need to get. I need to get back to Clemson. I have had the last time I was in Clemson was I think I've told the story when I got pulled over driving. Yes, uh, that's right. Yes, and I got the police escort because I was interviewing Dava. Like, uh, what a great college football! The best. I need to. College need football to, is the is the greatest. I don't know though. I'm trying to think who else would I not want to cover, and that is tough. Like covering, I give beat reporters. Now we're diving too deep into this, but like. I, I follow a lot of people on Twitter mm-hmm. who cover really shitty football teams, basketball teams, baseball teams, and it's tough. Like, it's a hard it's, job. It, it's a hard job, especially if you cover a Vandy, right, mm-hmm. for football. Like you, and uh, the last year you have a great season by Vanderbilt standings, but like it's a tough job to cover a team that you know has no chance yeah, at all. You have to love it. That's like a different, like, I before this podcast started I was telling you that I did a little get ready with me and talked about like working in sports and then like us doing this podcast and we are so lucky that we get to cover college football on a larger scale where we cover the good teams mostly and get to really focus on that of course we cover other teams as well but like our main focus is like the national stories in college football and it still is exhausting, so I can't imagine what it's like for teams 
that are not anywhere near a playoff conversation. Those people are like the backbone of college football. And I commend anyone that does that job because it's so hard. Like, of course you love it. Like you do. There's a part of you that just really is like a nerd for it. And like, I know what that's like because I I was that way. Like if, 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 you know, years from now, I was like, oh, you know what? I'll be the Arizona, whatever, SID for whatever sport. I love that school enough and love that the history there that I would dive in and not care about the, the like negative parts of that. But it definitely takes a unique person and individual to be able to do those jobs. So props to them. Like imagine covering Iowa last year. I know a bunch of people who do and did. They won a bowl game. I mean, so it, it could be worse, but like imagine that. Yeah. Imagine covering Rutgers. Yeah. Oh. Ugh. Yeah. Imagine being the person that tweets out the scores that Kramer makes fun of. I mean, it, deep down, like I am a sicko. Okay? I am yes, on the level. Exactly. Of we are. Don't sicko. worry. We are those people. I told you. We are those people for the right team. When you got to show up and do like Our- a Tuesday press conference with Greg Schiano before they play Illinois, and you're like, Jesus Christ. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, fellas? Like, that's not easy. And. Yeah, you got to be careful too. You see with Alabama all the time with beat reporters and him, like just going at it, right? Like they have a job to do, and they do a, they do a really largely a really good job. Yes, because you have to challenge him. Yeah, respectfully, and I think when you challenge him respectfully, he'll you know occasionally bite your head off. That but it's worth it. Sir, that's the job. That's hey, the job. So um, you go viral. Yeah. Um. Any random shit uh, from you today before we wrap up? Um. I've got some Father's Day observations. Okay. Uh, I played golf. Um, hurt my shoulder. Getting old playing golf. Like it, it it's not good. Mm-hmm. Like I'm my shoulder. I'm supposed to play golf this weekend, and like I'm doing like dad stretches and stuff. I play a tennis ball. Okay. It's getting rough. So, um, that's it's not great. Had a good Father's Day. Played golf. Played with my father-in-law. You know the PXG clubs like the, yeah. that were like $5,000? So he had been talking a lot about how these clubs have like changed his golf game. And it's like, whatever. Sure. No shit. I mean, he's 73 years old, and I almost lost to him. He was draining 40-footers. Um, okay. He was playing a little injured. So this is not right. an ad. But I, I, it was like seeing a different person play. He's like Benjamin buttoning his golf game. His golf game is getting better as he's getting older. It barely swings. I don't get it. It's kind of infuriating now that I'm talking through it. But um, we had fun. Just shoulder. It's uh, it's rough. Not out doing there. well. Um, do no, you get like too... handmade cards for Father's Day? Is that the move? Oh yeah, yeah. I get a lot. Um, I wonder if I have any here. Your kids Shit. definitely strike me as the type to make like, and also your wife obviously works with kids. I, so I um I get handmade cards and in the most dad shit possible. Let's see, I got my kids got me Prime. They love Prime, right? The drink Prime. Mm-hmm. They, so they think yes. I love Prime. I do like Prime. Prime is good. I got Prime. I got pistachios. I got pancake mix to make them pancakes. <laughs> um, I to t- do your dad <laughs> duties. And then the grand, and this was actually an awesome gift, a like world class leaf blower, new leaf blower for the lawn. Oh wow! And this this fucking thing, like, so my leaf blower has been very sad. This one you like pointed at the ground, and it's like jostling you. It is 
you know those suits, the feet that they wear off the water, they're like gliding yes. above the water? It feels like that. That, that is going to so, be that, that you're about um, to fly. That's I, hilarious. I think maximum Father's Day, it doesn't get more Father's Day than getting a new leaf blower and being genuinely excited about it. Excited about so that, it. That's that was very my, dad. The very dad. So, very on brand. Um, how about you? How about your random... Um, mostly that I'm just experiencing my first transfer window as a Premier League fan. And like, I wasn't prepared for like how just like the rumor mill works. Like I usually like when we hear about trades in like the NFL or the NBA, even though one did actually fall through, um, in the NBA, but, um, you usually hear about it and it's a rumor and that's like the talks are pretty far along and it's pretty close to happening. Like, we've been hearing about this player, Declan Rice, who is supposed to join Arsenal, but um, we're paying for him for uh, from another team. And, like, we've submitted the window. We've heard about it before the window opened. Then we've submitted a first bid, rejected, submitted a second bid, rejected. And basically, it's just their way of, like, playing the game where, like, they know he wants to come play for Arsenal, so they're going to try and lowball as much as possible because they don't want to pay the premium for him. Because, I mean, business-wise, it's, like, a smart decision. But now, the, like... Georgia of the Premier League is coming in and 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 um being like hey uh we'll bid for him and I'm like what are we doing get it done pay all the money I want him on my team so bad and it's like upsetting me because I don't like how long this is taking and I don't want this Georgia to get better like the rich get richer it is so frustrating also there's a, a girl on TikTok her name is Melina um shout out Melina she's the great um we she did a like comparison of premier league teams and college football teams and she did say that man city is georgia and uh, my team that i root for arsenal would be texas because they've had like one good season that they talk about for years and years and years um so yeah it's like very very frustrating so um this is how i need my football my football broken down is as college football um yes I appreciate the translation. Yeah, we can, if you follow, well, you don't, you're not on TikTok, but um, I will. I kind of am. I think I created an account and I think, okay, I think I follow you because I get a notification when you post. Oh, do you do? I think Which so. is a lot. That's probably oh, why you notice it because I post all the time. I know it is. And, and, but I don't remember doing that. Like, I have an app. Let's see if it's up. What are family? These are by him. Oh, you. You can see the TikTok that I was recording and editing while you were looking up your teams. Yeah, it's just I don't hey. know. I'm on TikTok, but not well. Okay, but you Is should it... follow her because it it was probably one of the funniest things that I saw. It was very accurate. But yeah, I, so that's my random shit. Is that if this if Man City ends up getting this guy, I am going to be distraught over it. <laughs> I have been waiting for this to be confirmed. Like, I love this team so much for only being a fan for less than a year. Like, I am obsessed. It it consumes my, like, before bed and after bed, or before bed and in the morning, after bed. I, <laughs> Together. I before I go to bed, I check on the rumors because it's most likely almost morning yeah. time in the UK. And then when I wake up, I immediately check my phone to see if anything has happened in the morning hours there. Like, it is so bad. Oh, it's killing me. It would be fine if I had other distractions, but there's not a lot of sports going on right now. So I'm just like not, I'm not doing well. 
After bed should be the name of this episode. <laughs> after bed. <laughs> after. Although it sounds like it's like, un- not appropriate. It, I don't children. know. Maybe that's maybe that's good for the name of the episode. Maybe that will help. After bed. Pages after, after bed. bed. Pages. Oh, oh, there you go. Like that's your. <laughs> they're gonna listen and be like, "That is not at all what I was expecting this podcast to be no. whatsoever." Well, Way we should definitely Vanderbilt. wrap it up because that. I really I can't say, say words. I am week zero is now two months away. We got it. We are we are two we months go. away from week zero. So can't we wait. Get our shit, we gotta get our shit. So, and, and we yes, will. We will we get will. our shit together, guys. We promise. All right. For Paige, hey. I am Adam. We will see you guys next week.